bow. That's just for you. Insisted on opening our very first anime club meeting with the Iron City Live theme music. Um, first, uh, apologies to everybody. Um, our times kind of got crossed here. Um, I was under the impression that we were starting this at um, 1400 GMT. And um, we had other people thinking that it was uh, 1300. So uh, we're splitting splitting it in the middle. It's 1325. Um, so um, thanks everybody for making time. And I we're, we'll wait a, a few more minutes for people to jump in. But uh, while we're doing that, let's um, let's get to know audience preferences. Um, so I would say one of the best ways we can do that is for, um, a poll to find out what kind of, uh, anime you enjoy the most. So, um, we'll be posting that poll and then, uh, just throw a vote up and let me know what you think. Um, the, the polls will still be available after the, the meeting. So if, uh, if you guys are coming at this from, um, after the meeting, go ahead and throw your votes uh, on the polls. Um, I'll be interested to see what everybody likes. Just as a question, I'm, I've, I've voted for two different ones just to say. Yeah, that's fine. Especially <laughs> on this poll, uh, it, it really is. I mean, if, if all of those things are, are kind of what you're enjoying, then uh, there's no reason why you can't vote on all of them. Most of the polls are probably going to be one answer, but I don't think it necessarily applies to this one. Um, and this, this is one I didn't have, um, Roar Prepare, but could we also get a poll on how you like to consume? And by that, I mean, are you a fan of subtitles or are you a fan of a redub in your native language or do you watch the original Japanese dub? Um, that would be, uh, inter- I would love to be able to do the original Japanese. I'm just not anywhere close to being able to. Um, and, uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, this is not a hugely popular opinion among, uh, any kind of anime fans, but, um, I Ooh, actually prefer, I, say. I prefer the redub <laughs> in English and it's, um, I understand the problems that come along with that. Um, but I also, here's my biggest issue. And, uh, I believe that for the most part that the, um, the subtitles are probably more true translations and you also get to hear sometimes very good uh, Japanese voice actors and actresses do their do their craft. Um, I have found that, um, especially as my eye, eyes continue to age, there aren't very many well done subtitles out there when it comes to being able to see. Uh, it's either the size of the subtitle or it's the coloration that blends too much into the background. And I end up having to concentrate too much on it. Um, 
Now, some of them are well done, and I don't mind those, but uh, for the most part, uh, I would rather listen to the English redub and then um, uh, be able to split my attention here and there if I need to. So, what do you think, Bal? Well, for me, I'm, it's a bit of an odd one, actually, because of, if I'm watching anime, then um, I would say 90% of the time I'd rather do the whole Japanese with subtitles. Um but it does really depend on where I'm at. So, for example, I've been watching Seven Deadly Sins over the last few weeks, and that is actually one of the few animes where I prefer to hear it in English, but I keep the subtitles on. So, um, so effectively, even if I watch an anime in English, which isn't very often, but I will still keep the subtitles on anyway, um, so that I get so I hear what they're saying with the loose English translation. And then I read what I would have read if I was listening to it in Japanese. And then I can kind of decide between the two is which one I prefer the best. And but I do think uh, yeah. I do think that, generally speaking, I would much rather listen to the Japanese um, with English subtitles because I can't speak a lick of Japanese yeah, at I'm, all. I mean, I, um, I know just a teeny tiny bit, but not not nearly enough to actually sit and enjoy something. Yeah, the area where that changes, though, um, obviously it's a bit it's slightly different, but if I'm playing an anime game, then I play it in English. Really? And see, I'm the opposite. I, I would rather see the subtitles there. I think games usually do a better job with subtitles than the, than the shows do. Oh, I keep subtitles on anyway, to be fair, but <laughs> yeah, I'd rather play them in English. There's very few, like Final Fantasy XV as an example. Um a JRPG, obviously. Um, I really hated the Japanese voices for uh, for a couple of the characters, for a couple of the men, and it just drove me to having to change it to English after about ten minutes. Okay, so any other but, opinions out there that want to sound off? Um, the the dub sub thing is entirely dependent for me on like what the show is. Um, I'll tend to end up watching the first episode dubbed, if there is a dub there, just to see what it sounds like, because some of them are really good and you're are very watchable, and then others are horrendous, and you have to retreat to the sub because there's a lot of times where they like go very literal with things. Yes, and hearing an English voice shout Oni Chan is just kind of off-putting and weird for some reason compared to like. When you're watching it in Japanese, it just kind of doesn't stand out as much. Especially with any senpai as well. Anything like that, when an English actor's saying it, it just sounds off. Um, I, I can't get my head around it, but I've never once heard an English this is, an English act's voice ever do it well. So I, I said that I believe that subtitles are a more literal translation most of the time, unless they do the dreaded dub title where they actually look at the dub and do the subtitles that way. Um, but yeah, that's, a, that's, that's usually the worst a, of both worlds. Yeah, it is. It, that's, <laughs> that's usually a mess, but, uh, the, it's a lot of times I agree. The subtitles are just too literal. I don't need to know that the fire that's burning someone is 32,000 degrees. Um, I, you know, at some point that just becomes cumbersome and the subtitles sometimes will literally tell you how many degrees the fire is, and then the 
the redub will just tell you that uh, that's the hottest fire I've ever seen. That's all I need to know. I, I don't need unless it's integral to the to the plot of the of the show. I don't need to necessarily know how hot it is. I just need to know that his flesh is burning off or whatever. Have you watched the Netflix Neon Genesis Evangelion dub? No. So the original ADV dub has a whole thing where they had to fight to get a lot Russian. of words that didn't make sense changed. So the the Japanese says children, but they were like, no, it should be third child in English. And every time they would make that change, the Japanese would be like, no, 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 it's third children, fix it. And they had to fight to get that done. But it sounds a lot better in English because they've made their changes to localize it correctly. The Netflix dub uh, changed everything, so now it's back to being the Japanese way, where the, the dub now says, you are the third children, and you are the second children. Oh, really? <laughs> uh, Miku, well, like, uh, Carbon Dioxide's asking if you're talking about the EVA. Uh, Eva, yes. Yeah, I'm talking about Eva. Carbon, you can take yourself... I think he's got a bit of background sound, so... Yeah, a bit of background sound. So just make sure you um, keep an eye on chat as well. Sorry. Yes. No, yes. no, no. I'm to- talking to moderator. Um, Mr. I, Wind is the moderator today. Well, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm not able to see the chat though. Roar's having to feed me um, from that because I can't sit at my computer and my soundboard at the same time. Okay, so um, I'll 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 keep an eye on the chat. In which case, Carvin's asked if you like Shinji then. In which uh, case. Yes, I think Shinji's a very good um, main character in that he he's a very complex character where you, over time you sort of work out exactly why he feels the way he does at the beginning. But, but the other one is people's... Com- he's a very... He's how a person would probably act if they were, were put through the pressures that are typical anime protagonist in a giant robot show is put through which just makes him seem a bit whiny because you're used to normal anime protagonists completely acting not like people in that kind of genre Um, i'm gonna chime in there with shinji neon genesis evangelion was one of the first anime that i watched a long time ago and I've never wanted a character to die more than Shinji, <laughs> apart from um, the recently Black Clover, Clover in the first couple episodes. Sure, I can understand that. He is very um, cowardly and introverted and whiny, but I think that makes sense for who he is and why he's there. And I think that's more of the point of in a lot of cases, he is the audience, and you hate yourself when you see him. Oh, okay. I, I, I've always got an issue with most animes. They do make the male characters a little bit two-dimensional and a little bit whiny. Um, I mean, Angel Beats is a prime example of that, that every single man in it is just irritating. Um, beyond belief. So, I don't know. I just think it's the way anime is written. It's not the best translation to English. So it, they often come across as quite whiny, whereas the girls 
girls in animes generally come off as a little bit more rounded, although they always, of course, love the main protagonist. <laughs> yeah, regardless. Um, <laughs> yeah, that that's just a that's just a given. The, the horror issue right of the harem issue of you must be able to project onto this character no matter who you are, therefore this character will have zero personality except for these women like him. Yes, and and that's such a big thing with anime. And it's one of the most... It's hilarious, but you can, you can quite often tell that anime is written by lonely men. It's weird. Have uh, you ever... If you ever read, like, um, Western, like, youth... Novel, like youth sci-fi fantasy novels they're written very the same way it's that kind of our our audience must have someone that they can just be like I am that um, <laughs> so the um, the anime that we were supposed to watch for this meeting um, did everybody get a chance to actually view it again it's probably been seen by a lot of people anyway. I just want to know if um, if everybody got a chance to rewatch it. So I think that's a, uh, another poll that'll get put out and just to see if um, uh, how many people actually ha- either had to watch it in the first place or um, or had to rewatch it for the uh, for this meeting. So I actually did rewatch it. And I hadn't, uh, so I rewatched it, uh, Wednesday, this past Wednesday, I think. And, um, the most recent time I'd seen it before that was less than a month prior. So I've actually seen it twice in the, in the last month or so. Same for me. And, um, I, I had never watched it until Raw put it in his, uh, as his recommendation in when we first did the anime chats in the group. Um, but I watched it first in Japanese and then while rewatched it last week in English with subtitles. <laughs> so, um, so I've kind of seen both sides of it in terms of the English translation and the Japanese to it. Um, um, just, just to chime in here, Carbon said that he wasn't aware that he had to watch it before today. So I've just said uh-huh. that we have two weeks from today. Um, for Carbon, there will be um, later on in the third part of this chat there will be spoilers so if you don't want any spoilers we'll let you know prior to and that's when you should stop listening watch it and then come back and then listen to the rest of the recording which we'll post yeah nice um i i'm, I'm actually a little envious i wish <laughs> i wish i was watching it again for the first time um it, even though it holds up well uh, being rewatched, it's uh uh, at least in my opinion, um, I, the, the first time I have to say, I'm usually pretty good about picking out uh, plot twists before they happen. And I was completely and totally caught flat footed by what I thought was the major plot twist. Anybody else, or did you guys have it figured out? Um, why well, saw it in a cinema screening as like one of the first screenings they did in the uh the uk at like a film festival where it was in japanese with subtitles and then there was members of the production staff there to like do a q a afterwards initially Ooh, wow awesome. yeah that would be cool because uh, um so scotland has a scotland loves anime festival every year and so i think it's 2016 
your name was the big sort of banner of we have one of the first screenings in Europe of your name. It was a very... It, and it's just having got to watch it the first time in a room full of other people who were all having the same reaction to every beat of the movie was very impressive. And like you, uh, when I had watched it last month and then watched it again last week after this was announced. Um, so so let me ask the... you, when you got to see that, that, uh, that special screening, did you have... So I... I... I don't think I'm I'm going to spoil anything by saying the the major plot twist. Did you have it figured out before it was actually thrown in your face or not? I did. You did. But I think yes. But I think I was like kind of surprised they went through with what I thought they were going to do and then it was I it was still it was still very fascinating the way they did it. Yeah. But yeah, I had called with the 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 what they were going to do. Yeah, completely. I, like I said, I'm usually better at that stuff. Um, and, and sometimes I'm not so, I'm not so great with that because it kind of ruins some, some stuff for me. So that was one of the reasons I enjoyed this, this movie as much as I did. I imagine. Um, I'm just chiming in here again. Um, everyone in the chat, make sure you don't drop spoilers in the chat too. Cause there are silent people who aren't in the conversation who might see it or haven't watched it just for future reference. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah. I know it's a guess. <laughs> it's a good guess, but yeah, <laughs> I've deleted it. Um, I'll, <laughs> uh, yeah. And we'll, we'll definitely be uh, talking a little bit more spoiler stuff here in a little bit. So um, also one of the first things uh, I, I kind of want to come roll back around to this and, and talk about the movie a little more, but the um, uh, one of the first things that we orders of business that we need to do before we get into the late show is figuring out what we're going to be watching next. This is a poll that is only going to be for um, everyone that's actually in attendance at this meeting. Uh, once the meeting is over, um, the poll's going to stay up, but the uh, the results won't be changed. So uh, even if there's an anime on there that gets 10 votes after the poll closes and it would change what we're supposed to watch, we're not changing it. So that's uh, certainly a benefit for uh, making time for the meetings. So um, let's get that dropped. And the uh, five candidates for the next viewing for next month's uh, club meeting are going to be uh, Yao Mushi Petal. Uh, Rascal does not dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Uh, Guilty Crown. Cowboy Bebop. And ID Invaded. Um, of those five, I have only seen Cowboy Bebop. Um, so, um, which I, I would... If, oh, if... I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for the one that I think you should watch then. Okay. Yeah. Well. Well. So. It's, but yeah. It's not just. It's not just for me. I can. Uh, I'm probably going to start watching some of these suggestions on my own anyway. Uh, just because if people love them that much, there's got to be something to them. Um, um. You can vote for multiple in this as well. So feel free to vote. Um. Now, but it, the anything any late submissions after we decide won't be considered. 
So mm. for me, like yourself, Wind, I've only I've only actually seen Guilty Crown. Okay. Um. So, so again, for me, and I, Cowboy Bebop has got so many episodes. Right. So let, let's talk about that for a second. Um, Roar and I spoke about that a little bit um, several hours ago, but um, when we're when club is asking somebody to spend, you know, anywhere from an hour to two hours of their time watching a movie, that's a, a fairly small investment, especially for people that love this stuff anyway, but asking somebody to watch 26 episodes of something or more, um, is, it seems like kind of an intrusion on their time. So what we thought we would do is if it is a series that is chosen, um, what we'll say is that if you if you watch it and you and you love it and you run through the whole thing, great. But we are only going to cover a review of the first three episodes in any series in the next meeting. That way, it's basically an hour and a half of your time, just kind of like it is with the movies. And uh, and it would still, like I said, encourage everybody to go ahead and and watch it if they're enjoying it. Uh, but if it's a slog for them, then they're not having to you know, watch the whole thing. So that, that makes me push more for rascal does not dream of bunny girl senpai, which the first three episodes are an entire arc by themselves. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I the mean, main story is the first three episodes. Then it's another story and another story and another story. All right. I'm putting my, I'm putting my vote on that one. <laughs> you, you talked me into it. Um, yeah, it, it, it's have we checked to see if this is available is this it's, available on it, Crunchyroll? It was broadcast yes. on Crunchyroll. Perfect. Yeah, it, I think it's a Crunchyroll production. Uh, uh, yes, I believe so. Brilliant. That makes life easier for, for myself to watch as well. So that's always yeah. good. I, I, I had it as probably one of the best anime of the year it came out. Okay, so... The, um, and it, it's... If it doesn't get, if it doesn't win this round, it doesn't matter. You can, it, it might win next round, but currently, ID Invaded is the leader. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, we'll leave that poll up and um, and then uh, make the announcement after we're getting ready to close. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let's talk a little bit more about your name and um. So there's, we're going to. Carbon, this might be the time to jump out, my friend. If you don't, no, 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 this this is non non spoiler content. This is uh, review, right? So um, the um, so there's going to be uh, five different polls associated with this, and we're going to have them come one at a time, and uh, we're going to have everyone rate. Um, each aspect of this, uh, one being low vote, five being high vote. And, um, the first one, the first aspect is the artwork. And, um, once we have everyone vote on these, uh, on all of these polls, then the overall rating, instead of putting that out for a vote as well, is going to be compiled from the ratings of the five different aspects that we'll talk about. Also, um, these can be fluid uh, as far as um, if club members want to see other things evaluated as well or if they think that uh, some of the ones that we have aren't going to be 
um, as relevant, we can certainly talk about changing the polls to get that composite score. But I think one thing that is universally true about anime is uh, we all like the artwork. So um, what did you guys think? Um, I, uh, I'll reserve my opinion until uh, you guys go and tell me what you think about the artwork on this one. Carbon's come in and said, seems okay. So both Bal and Carbon have voted so far on three, and the rest are four, and with Miku and and five. Okay. Um, so should I start with my slightly average rating of it? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so I, I, I do think it's a fairly pretty film. So it's nicely drawn, um, nicely designed, and it's quite fluid. If you was to ask me, though, in maybe a year's time, I don't think it's something that's memorable. Um, I think it's... The characters are fairly generically drawn. So, um, obviously, you've got the two main characters. Um, I won't say names yet for spoiler reasons and things such as that. Um, But it does feel as though they're fairly generic. There's not any real standout features or anything like that. Um, and it works well with the show, the the film, because they're meant to be normal people. But um, in terms of the artwork, it just meant that there was no, no real standout for me in terms of design. Uh, I would like to counterpoint on the the thing that is memorable about your name's artwork is not the characters; it's entirely uh, the scenery shots. Like I can still vividly picture, um, like I I was still able to visit vividly picture the um, scenery shots of the small town and like the sky shots and all of that is amazingly beautiful. I have given it a four because I I agree with you that like some of the actual character design work is meant is there to influence that these are normal people; they don't have to look ridiculous but it's you're meant to be seeing these normal people and then seeing around them how beautiful like the world is whether like you're in one look no matter what location you're in the the actual scenery is always beautiful yep i absolutely absolutely agree with that and i had already given it a four as well and for similar reasons um i thought that the character designs were fine Uh, i think they hold up pretty well especially in relation to some anime. I'm not a big fan of the uh, super deformed style that seems to uh, plague some of the anime that I watch. So thankfully, uh, that's that wasn't the case for this. But uh, I agree the scenery. And if you if you have uh, read anything or seen any um, any documentaries about how um, this uh, this producer goes about creating those backgrounds it is very involved um even more than the town the small town um tokyo uh, what really stuck out to me was all of the trains and i i mean i realized that tokyo is that way but it, it just seemed like i was there it was really impressive um question well, have you sorry Oh, my, um, your name was actually my suggestion for all-time favorite movie. 
um, in the podcast I mentioned it was this in Princess Mononoke. Um, I liked the artwork. I liked the simplicity of this show. So it, I found the visuals actually quite stunning compared to a lot of other anime that's out there. And so I've rate, I rated this one a five just because I think if there were a lot of other anime out there, like, for example, I think we touched the point when he said that kill the kill you watch those kind of animes and it's just absolutely shocking drawings and people watch it. If they had the same kind of visuals, you'd watch a lot more anime, I think. So I rate, I rate it a five. Um, also, just as a side note, Nyom has just come in and, and ranked a five as well. Nice. Uh, question. You, I think one of the reasons I, I rated a four rather than a five is because I've seen other films by the same director that are even prettier than this one. Yeah, if that makes sense. Uh, yeah. Um, so, any one in particular? Uh, if you've not seen uh, Garden of Words, yes, I've seen it. I think oh, the movie overall is the movie overall is worse than this one, but the Ooh. actual artwork is so beautiful. Yes, I'm going to agree on both points. And when I say it's worse than this one, I don't mean to imply that it was a bad movie uh, no that's I, not the implication right so uh i just don't think uh, i think that if you hold these two storylines up against one another that your name is clearly better um but um i will say that um all of this all of this producers uh creators i i've enjoyed everything that i've seen him put out so can i can i counter and say that i i actually prefer garden of words um, I just, as a, as an entire film, I think I prefer it. I'm sorry, Raw. I know this is your all-time favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no, everybody's yeah. got all different views, so. Yeah, so um, obviously we can discuss that on another day. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just wanted to throw out that for myself, I would probably put Gardner Word slightly. Um ever so slightly, not massively, but slightly higher than this as an overall film. Okay. I think one of the other things that, that helped me choose this as an all-time favourite is there's a few anime which I like to introduce people into anime. Like, because I'm a fan, a lot of people ask me, what should I watch first? And, you know, usually that's on that list. I've got How's Moving, um, Spirited Away, if it's if they're female especially. Um, and then this, this film is a really good segue into, Hey, look, anime is not super weird for someone who hasn't watched it before. So I completely it's, agree with that. It's, this is one of the Friday, easiest. It's pretty Friday, but serious. Yeah. Or 13 going on 30, anything that's a body swap effectively. It's um, been done multiple times. I had a question based on something, um, you said earlier when, how, do you know how um, the director used to make his films? Yeah, it it's was, a really interesting journey he, he took. He from like he making films did on it a laptop all, by himself. Yeah, and I think that he actually uh, produced everything on on an old iMac. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, at least that was my understanding. Yeah, it was it was very much a uh, a solo project uh, for some of his early stuff, and um, and you can see that if you go through his film credits. Um, that where he, where he actually did the production on like the first few and and then, uh, and now he's not necessarily doing all of that on his own. So, 
Um, I think someone's comment was even for this movie, he was still like ridiculously control, like a, a ridiculous control freak for parts of it, because yeah. he was so used to just having to do everything himself. And you know what? Uh, if if this is the kind of quality that uh, I can expect out of him being a control freak, I'm absolutely fine with that. <laughs> um, I think that a lot of people that have uh, a very um, unique vision about something do become very controlling because they want to see that, not a watered-down version of it. Um, okay, so uh, let's move on to uh, aspect number two. And I think this is um, one of the most underrated uh, parts of anything that you can watch on television, whether it's anime or not. And that is the the music and uh, soundtrack. Uh, I've um, I would defy anybody to take the music and soundtrack out of anything that they watch on television, and and then call the experience as good as it was when it's well done. So, um, so what'd you think? Roar, start us off. Um, I would rank it probably a four. I wouldn't rank it a five because, you know, a five for me is like a Nobu Yui Matsu or like Studio Ghibli. It's really good. The music in this is pretty good. But when it's a five for me, it's something I would listen to on its own. I would go and actually download the soundtrack and actually listen to it while I'm like working around the house or something like that. While this was great for the show and it's very good, that's probably someone made the comment where it wasn't memorable. That's probably where it would sit with me. But otherwise, I I think the music in itself was fantastic and it did complement a lot better than other animes, but I think there are other things that, for example, How's Moving Castle and Princess Mononoke are just absolutely flawless when it comes to the soundtrack for this. So that's what I'm ranking it against. Okay. Um, yeah, and I have actually downloaded or bought uh, the CDs of some anime soundtracks. Um Record of Lotus War. Um, I really enjoyed that, and um, I also I really enjoy. Uh, I think it's called Through the Night, which was the opening uh, soundtrack for um, Outlaw Star. And um, it was a funny story. My uh, when my oldest daughter was still I don't know like three years old, um, we were blasting that, and I was. Uh, tossing her up in the air and everything. And my wife came in and saw me doing that and startled me. And I almost missed the catch. So it was, uh, but that's, so I agree. I, I think that there's, I think there's music that uh, is, uh, is so good that you would just listen to it on its own. And uh, because I have, and this is not one of those, but I also agree. It complemented this, the, uh, the story very well. Any other opinions? Um, I would pretty much go along the lines of what you've both said so far. Um, I actually think that the music for this and the soundtrack for this is um, is actually really nice. Um, and I would class this as a very nice anime. Um, I think nice sums up this anime very well. It's very heartfelt. It's very it's understated, but it's very it's very much a romantic uh, a romance film. 
um, so to speak. And I feel the soundtrack works really, really well with it. However, for a soundtrack to really take you to that next level, it's got to be a memorable and and B, have an emotional attachment to the soundtrack as well as what you're seeing. Um, so the soundtrack enhances your feelings. And I don't think that this quite reaches that level. Um, it's very nice. Um, it definitely helps with your connection towards the characters, but I wouldn't say that it's um, as, an emo as an emotional piece. I don't think the soundtrack is that emotional to give it the higher rate ratings i've just actually noticed that somebody has rated it a one um, um carbon right carbon um so yeah soundtrack... carbon he, he has mentioned that he's not watching the film he's watched the outline yeah um and soundtrack doesn't necessarily need to be music um a soundtrack can be a loud thud, for example, can be is part of a soundtrack, as an example. Um, and for me, I've been to see Game of Thrones in concert. Um, I've seen Hans Zimmer twice in concert, and John Williams as well. So I think that it's like you said, when you take out the soundtrack from ninety percent of your movies, you you end up with um, animes and TV shows and anything at all. You end up with something that's far inferior to what you to what you see if you have the soundtrack there. So, um, All right. so yeah, um, I, I agree. I think that this is a very good soundtrack. It, it fits the film, but again, it doesn't take it to that level where, where it's something that you're running out to buy it and you can listen to on its own and it will bring back the memories of the film. It complements the film rather than standing alone against the film. Um, <clears throat> So, uh, unless there's uh, anybody else that wants to talk about the music, let's move on to Aspect 3, and this one is animation quality. Now, we've already talked a little bit about the artwork, uh, so this is how well they're actually animating things for us. And um, I will, uh, I, I guess I'll start this one. I think that it was... Uh, very good, but it actually, I didn't think it was as good as um, a couple of the other films from the same creator. Um, and I don't know if that was because this was such a long project, um, but um, I just, I just found, I didn't have any, any glaring issues with it. Like, like I do with um, some of the things that I watch, but uh, I, I would say that uh, the best that this will get out of me is would be a four, but I'm going to rank it a three. Anybody else? I'm identical. Three again. I felt that the way it used CGI animation and like made it an actually watchable part of the movie and like integrated it really well. Uh, is why I've given it a bit higher than you two. I've gone for a four just because it's so rare or it is still so rare that CGI animation layered with hand-drawn animation in parts because like some of the like there's not very much of it but like the effects that are that use it 
just you've don't swung me. I've changed to a four. Like you don't usually see that done well, even now, in like high budget shows. Okay, well, um, you know, I hadn't I hadn't really considered that particular aspect of it. So I did say that the highest it would get out of me is a four. So yeah, I'll go with that. I'll swap mine too. Well done. Good argument. <laughs> Very good argument. <laughs> How about you, Ro? Hi, I'm sorry. I keep um, muting myself because I'm typing. Yes, I would agree, Miku. Actually, I had a three and I switched on under that pretense because you're right, I didn't think about that. There are a lot of anime that uh, don't get the CGI right. I'm trying to think of something. Actually, one that I don't know if you'd class it as an anime, but Ruby, um, you know, it doesn't get the CGI right. And you can really, you notice it when it's really shocking. And I didn't notice it at all in that film. And when they tie it really well into the background, you don't notice it. And you you had a really good point there. Yep. Um, Okay. Um, Let's all in agreement. Let's move along to uh, storyline. I don't want to run up against our, our hard cutoff here. Um, So uh, storyline, um, this for me is where this film shines. I, um, I, again, I, maybe it's because I, I didn't see the big twist coming, but I loved the, the entire story, uh, beginning to end. Um, the only, the only thing that I will say detracted from it for me was the ending when, um, I thought things could have resolved themselves twice in Tokyo and they didn't. Um, so I, I get that that's heightening anticipation, but, um, by that time I was ready to see it. I was ready to see it done. So, but I am still going to give it a five. Um, I'll chime in here cause I went pretty much last on the last one. Um, with the gender swap, I think they did really well. They didn't abuse it and make it super etchy like they do in a lot of other things. Um, they made it realistic but still really good. Um, agreed. The end, while the, the whole storyline was good, and I usually can I usually guess a lot of anime early on. Um, I, I did guess it before it happened, however it was delivered in such a way that was good. I did not like the ending, though. So I think the ending could have been a little bit different so, and probably along the lines of what you were saying, when like where you had, without any spoilers in this segment, um, where you had probably more of a duality in, in endings. Yeah. Um, so... Um did the, the did the abruptness of the ending bother you or did you want to see another 3 minutes of interaction after um yeah uh, there definitely was something missing afterwards and i understand how why filmmakers make it like that cuz you leave it up to the the watcher to kind of make the decision but i feel it's a little bit unfinished i i would 
go the other way. Um, I would argue that they went on too long. The end, as Wynne said, there were probably, I think there was probably three or four different occasions where they could have, um, where they could have had a satisfactory ending. Instead, it, it did, that particular bit, and again, I'm trying to avoid spoilers. Yeah, it's hard to talk without but, without just saying. That, yeah, it? <laughs> it, it's very very difficult without the spoilers. But um, but I I always dislike any film that ends with them say ten years later on down the line, and then something happens, and that's how they end it. Um, it would have been a much nicer ending if it ended with the with the main event, and. I didn't oh mind God, it's seeing so difficult without spoilers. I didn't um, mind seeing the <laughs> Tokyo bits afterwards. It, I just thought that there was enough opportunities to get it resolved before they ended up doing it in Tokyo. Um but still, yeah. Um anybody else? I mean I kind of agreed with uh Val there that uh I think the ending should have happened on the train. Really? Completely. Being completely being agree. Really. I think I think the recognition end is like more like you didn't have to tack on that last little bit. So um the I, I think the the overall story was good enough that I'm like forgiving it any like <laughs> slight problems I have with parts of it it's just and they it, take it from five to four and I'm like that's not much of a problem yeah uh, and, and again I'm I'm still gonna uh, have it rated as a five but the the recognition on the train that you're talking about is probably the part of the movie that frustrated me the most I'm like that I, I would have cut that out and and then had the, mm. the the meeting in you know in person. I would have changed that. I wouldn't have cut it out. Um, as you mentioned earlier, that you absolutely loved the design of the trains and things such as mm. that. And I felt like that was a real connection between the two main characters. Um, so again, I I completely agree with Miko in that. I don't think I, if you're talking about how it would have been perfectly ended, I think that would have been the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, you could even have them like have the the train be slightly more of an important like a more a longer interaction there but like ending on a train ending on the train would have been better than what happened or even ending on the platform if they had crossed paths there mm-hmm. there were lots of opportunities at that point and the way they ended it just didn't it didn't fit in with the rest of the movie because the rest of the movie was all a, was not about coincidences. It was all about decisions. They made choices for each other. Um, and then the, fin- the final scene of the film is a coincidence rather than a decision. And that frustrates me a lot with this film. I can't give it more than a four for the re- because of the ending. All but right. is it coincidence then, or is that just... Was that by design in itself? 
you're saying it's coincidence, but is that what was meant to happen? And I kind of took it as a it yeah. There's just nicer ways of for it to have meant to have happened, if that makes sense. It just mm. felt unimportant. I mean, they were supposed to be bound by this uh, cord of fate, right? So, um, that that was uh, so. I I kind of I think that the ending, the very ending, was fine. Um, I, I just thought they could have gotten there maybe a little bit quicker. Um, and I was happy to see a um, a at least for me, a more fulfilling ending than mm. I got out of some of, uh, some of this creator's other work, like for instance, voices of the distant star, which I was wrecked <laughs> after that movie. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, okay. I'll add that to a... my list of films to watch. Thank you. <laughs> it's, it's actually a fairly short film and it's like 25, 30 minutes. Yeah. And it is, it, it tells the story so fast and uh, so well. And then uh, you just don't realize, um, that, you know, that a, that a little 30 minute short is going to, is going to affect you like that, but it was really good. Um, okay. So let's move right along then to the last of the aspects, which is going to be character development. And uh, does anybody else want to start this one? All right. Um, I think Raw should be in that it's his vote for the anime. Yeah, okay, I can do that. Um, <laughs> look, character development, this is the bit that I think they did really well in the first part of the film um, and then dropped back towards the end of the film. So, yeah, I, th- I think, you know, as you kind of understanding and starting to, to get the character and how they interact, um, again, without spoilers and without divulging the whole storyline, they develop that characters really well without ruining the storyline for you. Um, and I think that part of the character development is, is, is in, integral for this kind of film. So, so can I ask you... Um, of the two main characters, uh, Taki and uh, Matsua, which of them did you feel like was better developed? I like Taki. And so we have we have absolutely alternating views on this. I I think that I agree that there was better character development in the early part of the film than there was in the later part of the film. But I think that Matsua got much more. Um, became much more of a real character for me than uh, Taki did. And mm. maybe that's because we spent a little more time with Mitsua in her little town. But, you mm. know, finding out that, you know, that she was carrying on a tradition of being a um, a priestess for this shrine and, and that sort of thing was, um, that that kind of thing got me more into the character. Plus her... She had like a you know a crazy grandmother and um, you know the the family problems that uh, were going on with her. I just felt like um, they took better care of her character than they did Taki. Mm. Um, do you love your priestesses? I do, <laughs> no matter where. <laughs> um, with, I, this might be. I don't think it's a spoiler. 
I actually think the best part of the character development with this was how they had when they had switched. Yeah. Um, because I felt like the one thing that was really, really good and really great about this is that even when they switch, you got both of their personalities coming yeah. through as when they were in the switched bodies, so to speak. And I, I, I actually disagree. I think that the whole story, the character development, I think of this film, I think most of the film, I would rate between a three and a four. Um, if I was rating, as you've seen from the things, but the character development, the reason to watch this film and the reason this film is so good is because of both characters are so perfectly developed. And and they're not just developed on their own, they're developed when they're swapped over. You actually learn more about them when they're in each other's bodies than you do when they're in their own. And it's an amazing, it's an amazing piece of work to be able to do that. Um, yeah, I think Bao's right on that where you're saying who's the better character, part of the female character's role is when the male character is inside the female. So it's really hard to differentiate some of those characters at the time because they're yeah, actually a, yeah, the point. two characters in one. Um, um, it feels like the only point that each character is able to properly be themselves is actually when they are not themselves, they're the other person. Mm. Yeah, they're living it's their best lives when they're like swapped. Yeah, yeah, they they're able to show who they really are and what their real talents are because they need to like they need to use those talents to help the other side. Yeah, I think the dating scene is one of my favorites in the entire movie. Um, the the one off date, so to speak. <laughs> that's not a spoiler. Well, I'm just saying that's not a spoiler, but I think that's one of my favorite parts in the entire movie. Um, because it perfectly sums up how the characters' feelings change through the film, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I think this is the one part of the film where if I wouldn't, I probably based on everything else, this wouldn't be up there on my list of favorite animes or anime movies. But this on its own brings it back for me in such a way that it's even with a fairly predictable for me anyway storyline. Um, the character development was so much that I couldn't stop staring at the screen. Um, and I think it's for that reason alone, it's one of the best anime movies ever made. Okay. Um, You're really bringing down the average score for one of the best anime movies you've ever, ever been made. The thing is, I think films, <laughs> when you break things down into these sections and, and things such as that, very few films are fives across the board and everything. Yeah. However, you watch a film for what it is and for what this is, it's brilliant. I mean, mm. your argument's that it's greater than the sum of its parts, right? It's not everything yeah, works it, together. Yeah. So everything on its own is probably a three or a four, but you put it all together in such a way and you'd knit it together in such a way that it becomes one of your favourites, even if mm. it's not the best designed or it's not the greatest it does have to have a great aspect, and I think the character development is the great aspect of the film. I think the rest of it's good to very good, but the character development is the great aspect of this film. Okay, you, you swung were... me. I'm changing my vote from a four to a five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying at a three. <laughs> so, wow. Ouch. Um... Oh, that is harsh. That is harsh. Three is an oh, average oh, oh, oh. rating. 
Well, if you yeah. think about it, he he only liked one character, and there's really only two characters. So, you know, sure. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and I mean, that's call... a burn score. That is on character development on a film that's all about characters. <laughs> I, uh, I I liked uh, I liked this movie a whole lot. If I was making a top ten list of uh, my favorite animated movies of all time, this would be on it. Um, but, um, I think that was, for me, it was the weakest part of the film. Um, and, uh, and I'm, I'm not going to say it was, it was terrible. Um, so I'm going to give it an average rating. Sure. Um, okay. So, uh, let's go ahead and call the, uh, what we're going to be watching for next month. And then we can drop into, uh, spoiler territory if you want to. Yeah, that'd be brilliant. So, where are we on the poll? Uh, the poll's ranked in ID Invaded at 42.86. Hang, Hang on, I want to change my vote. <laughs> okay, it is Rascal Does Not Dream of a Bunny Girl Senpai, which is a harem con- comedy. Okay. Uh, it, I think it was it, last it is, season. It is definitely not that, despite them describing <laughs> it as that. <laughs> I got, I got, is this um is this very similar to is it wrong to pick up or how to pick up girls no. in du- dungeons kind of thing? No, no, that's fantasy. This is this is not Isekai. The, because of the, I'm not gonna lie. I, I will watched, give the statement the bunny girl is in five minutes or the anything to do with the bunny girl is in five minutes of one episode. It's just a we need to catch people with a name. Yeah. So it's exactly Essentially the same they... to how to pick up girls in dungeons, which was no, the entire start... reason I watched that first that first anime. They basically put Gambler at the the start of this anime so that they could pull in the cats. Ah, uh, I see. <laughs> uh, okay, so then we will next month be discussing the first three episodes, which I am told is an entire story arc of Rascal Does Not Dream of Bunny Girl Senpai. Um, that's it. Yep. So, um, all right. Uh, anybody who does not want spoilers for your name, uh, this would probably be a good time to vacate. Um, and if you if you are taking off at this point, I uh, appreciate everybody that uh, attended and also uh, that's uh, listening in to the podcast. So, um, okay. So just one, one other bit of admin just on that is, um, we're keeping the polls open for two weeks for the ranking last week's this, your name. Um, and then we'll do a short podcast with the final results. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the, after today, uh, you'll get 13 more days of, uh, these ranking polls being open. And at that point, um, we're going to create the composite score, and just like Roar said, uh, we'll put out a, a podcast kind of summarizing um, the the things that we talked about, and um, and also giving the official Gunham record of uh, what we thought of the what we thought of the film. So uh, look for that two Saturdays from now, or uh, I guess it's uh, Sunday for you by now, isn't it, Roar? 
So, okay. Um, so now we're in spoiler territory. Yep. So uh, if you haven't gone away, go away. All right. What? Uh, so, okay. Um, I did not see, and this is why. Both of the timelines were so close to one another that they both had phones that it didn't even occur to me that they were in separate times. And that was so brilliant because when I'm like, holy shit, that's awesome. And I, I just, I gushed as soon as, as soon as they stuck it in my face, but I completely missed it up until that point. I'm the same, except for the whole way through. I was like, why doesn't he just freaking leave his number for her? Yeah, I wish I'd and been clever one, enough to think about that one. <laughs> and then and then the timeline thing happened and I was like, Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I I've recently been playing Life is Strange, which is a PS three or PS four game, I can't remember which. And um and the entire premise of that film is a girl who um who foresees a tornado that and she has to decide between saving her friend and saving the town. Yep. Um, and the moment the film started, it was very, very, very similar to it. So it it felt to me almost like I was watching a film of the game, just with different, <laughs> just with different characters. Um, I, I've played the same game and I enjoyed it. Um, I just. Uh, <sighs> See, you, you guys are just more perceptive than me because I, this, I was, I was just, it, it was very much to me like, um, when you got the reveal in, um, that, um, uh, Bruce Willis movie where the kids saw dead people. And then you found out at the end that, yeah, Bruce Willis was dead. Oh, <laughs> like, the, the, the one where if you watch the film, no one ever interacts up with him apart from that kid the yes. entire way through the movie. And, but, but I mean, he's there, so you don't even realize that he's not, you know, being part of the when, interactions until... That was exactly the same for me. Um, I was in the cinema watching that, and I actually dropped my popcorn all over the floor <laughs> when <laughs> when they went... When, he, when, he, when it turned out he was dead, I was like, what? And it, I, I literally, I was in such shock that I dropped my popcorn, it went flying everywhere. Um, okay. so. so, like you, I saw it in, in, in cinema, and I I left, went to the bathroom, got more to drink, and went and watched the same damn film again, because I'm there is no way he interacted somewhere. I went back in, and I watched it, and I got, damn, he didn't. What the hell? <laughs> the thing is, this, this was before M. Night Shyamalan was known for only doing... So, one thing yeah but so, um, so it, that so uh, this this film was very much like that for me it was when when i when i first had it put in my face all the all the gear teeth just fell together i'm like oh my god yes that's brilliant and i i was just just gobstopped it was it was pretty good if i'm if i'm remembering correctly there are little things that you see as like background details which if you're paying attention kind of foreshadow that what she's seeing as like oh this thing is coming up has already happened in in his section yeah which mm. were much easier to spot on the big screen than watching it on a normal telly but maybe we should mention that 
in what actually happens because we're in the spoiler and we're kind of still avoiding what actually happened. So yeah, sure, that makes sense. Yeah, that, so um, the the two main characters are li- living. Not only are they swapping uh, bodies, but they're living in two different times. Uh, spread was it two or five years apart? I thought it was ten. Oh, maybe it was. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, they're. I thought it was three, just to <laughs> so we so we don't have enough. But they're living in different times, and they both have cell phones. <laughs> so um, yeah. now now it's gonna make. Me go. She lives in the country, and he lives in the city. And the and comments what threw me the, the I think that's that's the thing you're talking about, Miku. Uh, when you when you look at like the newspapers and stuff like that, they mention the anniversary of a comment. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, so that that's the, the the little keys that you were talking about. It is three years. I just looked it up. Okay. So hallelujah! I was actually right on something. For right once. on bow. <laughs> um, <laughs> but that was um, movies that surprised me like that, and pleasantly it, because you're exactly right. They did leave stuff I could have figured it out, but I was I guess so wrapped up in enjoying the film that I wasn't sitting there analyzing it. And then when I, f- and when they told me not, I mean, they still kind of did the reveal a little slow, but when they told me, I'm like, Holy crap, how did I miss that? That's so great. And so, yeah. Uh, what I liked with it as well was that they weren't keen to obviously considering that he could see into the future effectively with, with the powers, well, with this, with the body swapping. Um, what was quite, nice was that um they still didn't listen to him when he was running trying to save people's lives well and you know i think that's i think that's halfway fair i mean if somebody came running through your your town and said and was screaming Mm. that stuff would you think yeah the person's crazy or would you go find shelter yeah and often with these kinds of things because of it fits the narrative everyone all of a sudden listens to the main character Whereas in this, they actually stuck a bit more true to life in a little bit in that they basically ignored and said there's no problem for quite a while. Yeah, mm. I mean, how many of you have listened to a random person shouting, we're all doomed, the, it's all going <laughs> to we're all going to be destroyed. Like, if you yeah. hear someone shouting yeah. that, you're like, oh, there's a crazy person. Yep, Get into the creepy van, everybody. We've got to go <laughs> west. Have some Kool-Aid. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, so I was listening to my wife scream about that last night. So yeah, you're right. Crazy people. Um, okay. So I get into the habit of actually calling them by their names. I still keep on saying the main characters. (laughs) Um, okay. What else? That was the big thing for me. The Uh, the part that kind of got... Sorry, I'll let you go. No, you go, you go first, Mika. Uh The part that actually got to me was that I, the thing I didn't see, uh, I I had got the the time difference, but I wasn't expecting them to just be like, "Oh yeah, she's dead." Oh yeah, how about it? And I'm like, "Huh." <laughs> she oh, got well, wiped out. That's by... a bit of a wrench in this whole thing. Yeah, she got wiped out by a comet. <laughs> the end. I, that, that's kind of what I was expecting when, when they that, when they did that. Do you know what? I, I think there is something to be said for a sad ending. Um, most films, 
try to leave it with a happy ending. Um, and it would not have bothered me if, in the slightest if they prolonged that film and then had him turn up and he was just too late. That That um, is the other point I was like, <laughs> It could have ended at the point where he gets there and it's like, oh, this was where she lived. It is a crater now. <laughs> yeah, and I, I genuinely would have thought that as a film, that would have made it one of the most memorable animes just for an ending of all time. Obviously, they wanted the happy ending, which the characters themselves deserved. It, they mm. did deserve a happy ending. Um, but at the same point, a little bit like Game of Thrones, you hated it, but you still watched it because if you because you wanted to see the bad guys get their comeuppance in this, it would have been it would have been a great time to end a film and you go, oh god, I wish there was another film to correct it. Oh, I, I, I have to say that I loved Game of Thrones, but my cat could have written a better ending. So oh, We won't get into that today. <laughs> <laughs> we will not get into <laughs> So, um, okay, so yes, I, I, I will agree with that too. The um, Finding out that, oh yeah, that happened this many years ago and she's dead. That, that was a, that was a shock too. And having watched some of this creator's other works, I could have actually believed if they would have just rolled credits at that point. <laughs> so, Again, refer to previous statements on the uh, voice of a distant star. Yes. Which I'm cow. going to now watch. <laughs> yes. But then again, they wouldn't have sold as many movies. I don't think if they would have had a sad ending. Yep, I, you know, I think that that is what completes it. It makes it more applicable for all audiences. But I think the part where he realizes that, well, when he finds out she is dead and he's freaking out about it, and basically you watch his life collapse, mm-hmm. it's, um, I think, even though it's not a character development piece, it, it does, I think someone mentioned earlier that it makes it true like how the villagers didn't believe her, it makes it true to reality rather than just another anime with... Mm. Yeah. By that point, by that point he's, he's completely in love with her and yeah. was trying. they were trying to arrange to meet via the messages that they were sending. And mm. it's just that devastation that happens to him. Is so sad. (laughs) So, which brings me to a point which I've got to ask right near the end. I try to rewatch this, but they've cut it off Netflix in Australia, so which is really sad. But, um, do they lose their memories or do they notice each other at the stairs? Because they notice each other and it kind of clicks, but it's like they don't know each other really. So they so they see one another on the train in Tokyo. And it kind of clicks with them, and then they both go scrambling to find one another. And when they're on the stairs, they know they know one another, but they can't figure out how. And it's almost like they're going to walk away from each other again. And then finally, um, uh, they uh, they they do interact. And the very last thing in the in the movie is um, you know. See, for me, that's annoying because it's not clear that they remember. It's kind of like they get this feeling, but they don't know why they get this feeling. It's just yeah. a general attraction rather than, what? hey, we have this epic connection. And so that annoyed actually, me. That was the most annoying part. I don't think they actually do remember, though, is the point. Right. So yeah, they, they their, don't. their memories are gone, 
but they but just somehow when they when they saw one another it it clicked and it not only clicked hard it clicked hard enough that they went scrambling to find one another when their train stopped so there's obviously something mm-hmm. there but their actual memories are gone and was anybody else screaming at the television when they were rewatching this and he was going to write her name down on his hand and didn't. I'm like, you got the marker, write her fucking name down. (laughs) Is the point point not that he forgets her name as he's writing? That's what I took from it. Right. But but he's writing her name and then just forgets her name partway through. As as soon as she said it, he had plenty of time to write it, but then he started in on this other dialogue and then the time passed and he lost his memory. I was so pissed. He was saying, I love you for so long. And so you just write her name down and then say it. I was the same wind. I was like, <laughs> I know there was a point to it, but there was so much lapse in between yeah. that. Well, well what, what was, because for me, I said earlier that my favorite scene in the entire movie is um, the build up to, and then the date that, um, that Taki has effectively um, with his coworker, whose name has escaped me because of, what I absolutely loved about that was that when it, when they first swap bodies, um, Misua as Taki realizes that he has a crush on his work colleague. Um, but by the time of the date, it had actually swapped. It was Misua who had more of the crush as Taki than Taki did as Taki. And of course, Taki then goes on the date and, um, and, Damn, what's her name? Can't remember. Um, uh, is it Mickey? Yes, Mickey. Um, and Taki goes on the date with Mickey, and Mickey can tell that Taki isn't the same Taki that that was obsessed with her. Um, and what's interesting with it for me is that it felt like Taki, uh, sorry, Misua and Mickey had a, more of a connection than... Well, that could have taken this movie a completely different direction. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it, it could have, but there, there was definitely a connection there. I mean, in the text before the date, she goes, "I wanted to go on this date." Um, she was the one as as tacky that did the whole sewing up of the of everything. So there was definitely a connection between them two. And what it made me feel was that, like, they had almost fully integrated into each other's lives. She was as much interested as he was, but because of he was now interested in her as her um his interest waned when hers didn't and that's kind of where where it kind of went for it but so i saw that, that as a turning point so the same with when he was doing all the the sewing for her priestess stuff you know he he was avidly learning and practicing those kind of things because he cared about her and she was doing stuff for him because she cared about him that's yeah. the way i took that i, I kind of did too Although I, I will say, uh, when it came to the uh, the sewing that ended up happening, I'm like, who brings a freaking utility knife to to a restaurant with them to cut someone's clothing? <laughs> that was just weird. Yeah, I, I still don't fully understand that. Was that meant to be like an ownership thing? I, I, I genuinely don't know. Sorry, sorry, you mean the the guy that slices her dress? Yeah, yeah. I, I... It's just a. It's a specific crime that seems to happen in Japan. There's like weird pervert crimes. If you know I'm what a, I mean. 
I'm a pervert, so I'm going to ever so slightly slit your dress in an unrevealing place. Uh, it, <laughs> if, you, if you look to where it was, it actually isn't that unrevealing as a place for it to be cut. It's like, the person's just there, there are people who just do that sort of stuff according to things I was reading to be like because I was like that's a weird thing for people to do yeah that's what but I yeah, thought that, ha- that happens his, more often than you would expect wow here's Miku being like how do I cut girls dresses in public now nah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that did feel like wow. a very odd thing to happen in the film but I suppose if it is something that happens in Japan it's yeah, it's fair enough. It, it is in the. There's, there's enough, if enough it happens here, anywhere, like... it's going to happen in Japan. If it happens anywhere in the world, it's going to be in Japan. I'm, I'm just yeah. trying to think that if that happens in England, like what would be the equivalent to that in England? I I'm, I, I don't know if that effectively the film would have ended there if this was based on an English writer. Hmm. Um. Okay. So. Um... We're we're almost twenty minutes over uh, the hard call, but that's okay. This uh, we're kind of feeling our way this time. Um, is there anything that anybody that's still around wants to see different in the next meeting? If there is, we can certainly take it into consideration. Um, yeah, I think we should drop storyline last. And have that as well, when we cross over to spoiler content. Yeah, yeah. discussing discussing storyline without spoilers uh, was very brutal, very <laughs> difficult. Yeah, I would, unless I would... we rank it and then come back. Well, that's what I was discussion. thinking: is we rank it. Don't um, just say if you want to hear the reasons why. We will discuss them in the spoiler section. So that makes sense. So look, the technical aspects, uh, animation quality, artwork, soundtrack, those can all be loaded up front. Uh, and then we get into um, character development and storyline last so that we're closer it, to spoilers. It would be nice to have an overall rating poll. So the idea... we've broken it all down, so but the, not given an overall... The idea is that we make the overall with a aggregate of all of the things that we're voting on wind i thought of a way that we could actually add what bow's saying but combat what he's also saying so what he's saying is he ranks some things low right but he he rates it as one of the all-time greatest films according to him his words not mine um (laughs) now According to the aggregate score, that's going to rank pretty low relative to other films. Whereas if you rank that as a five, as an all-time greatest, it's probably going to be close to a five. Maybe what we could do is have an ongoing reviewed list. So we'll have an aggregate score list and then we'll have an ongoing um, whatever we've seen. And then what we'll do is we'll, you know, at the moment there'll only be one anime in that list, which is your name. And then when we have the next anime, which will be Rascal, we'll put that either above or below your name. And we'll just slot it in where we think it fits. So so then they're ranked by the aggregate regardless of the overall. 
No, I think we we give them an aggregate score based on the average of the 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 five um, polls that we run, and then we also give it an an, alter, an alternate ranking where we just put it in as if we give this list as an anime club to somebody, they could go watch the top ten of the animes and movies that we've ranked, not on an aggregate score, but on a just an overall feel. So I'm I'm all I'm all open to to any of this. Uh, I just I just feel like that makes the the people that are coming and voting it makes their contribution seem less uh, mm, less important. Um, if you're if you're casting your votes uh, low because you really didn't like the film and then it still gets placed as a uh, in in making the aggregate it your votes poorly mattered just as much as mm. mine did on the high side i i think yeah, the only the only argument i always say is that in some aspects some some aspects of a film are less important than others so for example um, and i'll use a non uh a non-anime analogy for this so um if i was to try and rate lord of the rings as a romantic comedy it would be one of the worst films of all time um, but if I want to race it as a fantasy, unless film, it's Frodo one, and Samwise, <laughs> unless it's Frodo and Samwise, <laughs> um, and I think the thing with the <laughs> otherwise known, otherwise known as the whiny little bitch and the and the and the guy that the I'm movie the was really about. <laughs> Welcome, Makoto. You've missed it. <laughs> oh, um, wow. But yeah, so that's the only thing because of, for example, in a in a big action movie, you want great, great CGI and great effects. In a rom-com, they're really not that important. And by having all of these rate weighted the same, I, mm. it so, does take away from the overall rating of a film. So for example, on this, I'd probably give, I normally rate things out of 10, but I would give this a high eight or a low nine. Um, it'd probably actually be a low nine out of 10. Um, but if you're going to ask me about the animation of it, it's going to be a five or a six out of 10. And, and you can get that the other way around. You can get this film with amazing set pieces. So I, and, I think that the general categories that we're using are broad enough to encompass different, like, like you said, one, a romantic comedy versus an action movie. You're, you're still going to have a quality of artwork and you're still going to have a quality of animation or a soundtrack yeah. score. Um, it, whether it's suited for, and we talked about that some, uh, that it was, we felt like that the music was very well suited for this movie, even though you may not go out and buy the soundtrack to it. Um, yeah. So uh, I think that if we keep the categories broad like that without dialing into too much of a fine point on them. Um, I don't, that's that's just we, my side. We could do a weighted, weighted average. We could I we mean, could weight storyline, character develop, development more heavily than artwork and soundtrack. But well, I mean, I, I've just done my weight. So based on these all being unweighted, so to speak, for this film. So I've given. I think I rated two things three, two things four, and one thing five, which is an average rating of four point two. Um which would equate to 8.4 if you're rating it out of 10. Whereas I would probably say this is closer to 4.5. This, 
but I don't really think that the artwork was that important for the film. That's what I'm just trying to to say as a potential with having everything as all equal. Sometimes the way a film makes you feel is more important than how good its soundtrack is or as great yeah, as they can be. Yeah, but I think when... Wind's position on this is then say say we we rank Miss um, Kaboshi Dragon Maid next. You know, artwork is going to be a two. If you ranked three for this one, then artwork's going to probably be a two for that one. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that you won't like that film more overall. No, I know, but the, you know that's what I mean. You might have mm. higher rankings for other things. It should should balance out over all things being equal. I, I I don't think very many people are going to come in and rate um, anything that we watch ones across the board and then say it was the best film they ever saw. No, I, I agree with that. <clears throat> I agree with that. Although ones across the board might be go, Ghost in a Shell for me. <laughs> Ooh, I, I like the original. Which, which Matoko will really not like because I think that's one of his favorite all times. Um, and that was uh, one he's of those, typing. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, that was one of those legacy films that he uh, said it's eleven out of out of ten for Ghost in the Shell. Comes up to eleven. There's a Spinal Tap reference for you. Uh, that's oh funny. god. Um, so, so I said that just for Matoko. By the way, I'm kidding. It's not all ones that are five. That was just messing around. That was another one of those legacy that's ones that I, I talk about. So uh, you figure uh, films like Akira and Ghost in the Shell, uh, Wicked City, Perfect Blue, these are these are old. Um, I think that it's really what got the anime ball rolling in the states, um, because before that there was there wasn't a lot. You'd see the occasional Mobile Suit Gundam, or um, you'd see. Um, Oh, like Speed Racer, and not even realize that it was anime. <laughs> so, did you, ever watch, did you ever watch the live action Speed Racer Wind? No. Um, it's, oh, awesome. it's absolutely brilliant. It oh. really is. Um, I, I may take um, a look at that, but um, I'm. Imagine, imagine a real life anime. That's what they try to make. <laughs> we'll give it a shot. Um, I the reason I skipped it was because my oldest daughter also enjoys uh, anime, and she has seen it. And I'm like, oh, okay, so um, I'll uh, I'll take a look at it. And she was like, yeah, don't bother. I'm like, oh, okay, so I didn't. <laughs> it's one of them films that it's it's probably not the best done, but you can really see that they tried to keep. That they tried to make an anime live action film. If it's but keeping fu- it anime. If it's fun, that's fine. Um, I, if it's a slog, then I'll give it a shot. Oh, it's, very, it's only an hour and a half. Very, out of my very life, so. It's very, very fun. It's very, very fun. Okay. Um, it might make you feel sick watching it. <laughs> all right. So I am, I am uh, all about moving the categories around so that we're not having to suppress, um, you know, the the spoilers. Um, so early in the game, uh, get to those last so that we can then kind of close the, close the, uh, spoiler free session and dive right into, uh, spoilers on those last two topics. Um, let's, uh, let's get some public opinion on waiting things and, um, 
and category changes before we jump into that. Um, yeah. You guys agree? Yeah, completely. Yeah, we'll we'll take it on um, on notice. We'll have a think about it. Um, unless you've got anything to add, Miku or Makoto, while you're here. Uh, I'm just on the you know that I like realize exactly what the structure is. I'll take more notes next time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, the um, yeah, so the, the the we're just talking about like the order the polls were released in, um, making sure that the technical aspects that aren't necessarily going to be spoilers are up first. Yeah, yeah, no, I I agree a hundred percent that that you want the sort of the there's two categories that kind of need you to spoil things to actually discuss how they work, the why hmm. they were good or bad. And my and again, my concern on on weighting things is uh, for me, anime is a very visual medium. I mean, I think that would be the same for everyone. There, are, but some people are willing to tolerate worse artwork and and that sort of thing so i would rate i would weight artwork very highly whereas somebody else may not care that half the movie is super deformed and that's me right so so at that point we would weight that cat that same category two different ways so it that's why to me it should not be weighted no, that's why I. That's why I just had the thought that an overall rating that you rate the film based on your feeling of it, rather than just doing an aggregate of everything else, so that you've still got them there, so people can see what you think on it. But an overall rating, because that can be different to depending on how people feel. But that was my thought. But if you don't agree, it's fine. Well, uh... we we were originally in that camp, and we actually removed it because what we didn't want is people just go, "Oh, that was an eight whereas they have no way to kind of justify it. When it's broken down like that, it it um, forces like an, uh, an organic score based on the breakdown. Fair enough. Okay, well, guys, thanks for um, all the effort that went into getting this done. Uh, hopefully when this podcast releases and, um, and we... Um, we get our timing uh, a little bit uh, tighter next next go around. Uh, we'll get um, some more guild interaction, and maybe this is just a, a bad time um, for uh, some of the members to attend. So well, we had seven people success. show up. Good, yeah, seven people show up. All right. So, and that's with all the little leaders not being available today. So um, I think it's all good. I think it's all good. I think this is a very positive first episode, so to speak. Yeah, and uh, Ricardo said he he forgot and he was making food. Yeah, food's a valid reason. Um, okay, so yeah, we, we're not doing a food podcast though. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> although, although uh, if uh, if I actually get to uh, eat some of Triad's ramen, we we may. Um, so, all right. Are, are, uh, we, are we still going next year, Rural? Yeah, we're planning. I'm planning on it. Um, I'll be in the UK probably by November, so it might need to be early next year. Um, COVID depending, but definitely, yeah. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, all right. Okay. Um, thanks, everybody. Um, we'll get this. Um, so, uh, how, do you, how do you want me to release this? 
do you want me to um, release it to a leadership channel first or just do you want it released as a regular episode of Iron City Live? Do you want it uh, to be its own mm-hmm. separate? It, Let's it take this offline. Yeah, okay. Uh, we'll talk to everybody later. Yeah, okay. done.